Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Constitutional Considerations. I'm your host, Madison Baxter, and today's topic is the United States Constitution. The United States government started as the Articles of Confederation. The Confederation, though, consisted of many weaknesses. The government could not tax, make trade treaties, resolve disputes between states, keep order, or pay debts. This required some brains to think together and come up with the three-branch system. This system consisted of the legislative, judicial, and executive branches. The legislative branch was made up of the Senate and House of Representatives. They had the power to make laws, tax, print money, and control trade. The judicial branch was in charge of the court system. They had the power to settle disputes, including those between states. And finally, the executive branch made the ultimate decisions. Such ideas were influenced by the contribution of many great philosophers. Most notably was Hobbes with his social contract theory. His idea was that people were inherently selfish and evil, and they therefore needed a government to protect them from such evils. He believed that people only wanted wealth and power, and that they needed one single ruler to dictate everything that they do. Locke, on the other hand, focused more on natural rights and the government's responsibility to protect them, quite opposite from Hobbes. He believed that sovereignty resides with the people in the state, and that government can only be supreme if it's bound by civil and natural law. This consisted of the natural rights that people were born with, such as life, liberty, and protection of property. These were very important to individuals, and it still is today. Another great philosopher was Montesquieu. He added the idea of a judiciary branch to Locke's executive and legislative. He also thought that separation of powers needed to be put in place. This meant that each branch would have equal say-so over what was going on, and that no branch had too much power over the other. The executive was very significant because this created a final say-so in the whole government, which is sort of our president today. Montesquieu mostly agreed with Locke, believing in three types of government to exist, a monarchy in which there is a king and a queen, a republic, which has an elected leader, and despotism, which is a dictator. He believed the best government was the kind elected by the people. Similar to Montesquieu's despotism is autocracy, in which a government has one person who possesses unlimited power. The United States is able to avoid such a government through its different principles. Three main ones are checks and balances, popular sovereignty, and rule of law. Checks and balances initially keeps the government in check. It makes sure that the legislative, which controls laws, has the people's voice on its side. The executive gets the final say-so, but cannot totally veto anything that the judicial branch says, which is the court system which handles crimes. Popular sovereignty allows for people to vote for their leaders, so the people more directly have a say. And rule of law is more like a guideline for the government. In a democracy, people work together, and they have state representatives and freedom of speech. 
This allows them to use news outlets such as CNN, which can be both good and bad, as well as media like Twitter. We have seen most recently with our president tweeting that sometimes social media isn't always the best way to spread the message, and there can be more professional and structural ways of passing laws and spreading opinion. Such debatable carelessness really challenges the United States Constitution and the makeup of its government. People seem to find new ways to twist what the Constitution says or make it fit whatever suits them. This seems very biased and opinionated, but that seems to be the state of our government nowadays. In politics, you mostly just hear adults disputing things that most children could find solutions to. Besides the matter, the United States still remains a powerful country without resorting to an autocracy, giving hope for a brighter future. Did you find the mispronounced word? Be sure to tune in next time for the answer. And as always, keep on asking questions.